0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment.
1: I only have one question. Do you think I deserve your full attention? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to hear.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to 90.3 WRST-FM Oshkosh. This is Script to Screen, and I'm your host, Max, and joining me here in the booth is Gideon. I'm Batman. (laughs) I'm Gideon. Yeah, I was thinking we were going to do the uh, classic 1960s. Copyright. Yeah, right. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, Wayne Wayne Industries doesn't like you using their music, so... (laughs) Yeah, if if, uh, last week's episode didn't give it away or this obvious intro didn't uh, give it away here either, uh, we are going to be talking about The Batman, the newest film from DC, from Warner Brothers. Uh, It's the biggest film right now in theaters, uh, second best release as of right now. during the COVID era. Yeah, since yeah. the COVID era. So it's not doing as well as uh, Spider-Man, but again, that's like...
2: Like not doing as well doesn't yeah. <laughs> means anything. Yeah. I mean,
0: that's like saying, you know, uh, this this football player wasn't, you know, breaking world records in the 100-meter dash for the Olympics. You know, it's like they're... You know, it's the same kind of deal. It's 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 doing real well. Uh, nothing to be scoffed at. I think it's already cracked the $300 million mark, so... Uh, uh,
2: sitting at... 288 worldwide so. okay
0: Oh, okay so it's yeah. real or it's real close and we'll be probably breaking that in the next uh week or so yeah
2: 134 million dollar opening weekend nothing to scoff at by any means
0: so. yeah i mean most films never <laughs> never even get close to that so uh it and i think it's very deserved uh probably one of the best movies in these last few years since covid's been around um I think what DC has been doing with the Batman universe has been fantastic. Mostly this and the Joker. Um, Say what you will about Justice League and that sort of stuff. But I think when they just want to make a good Batman movie, they seem to kind of get it. You know, there really hasn't been a bad Batman movie in like 20 some years now, almost. I mean, you have to go back to like what the Joel Schumacher stuff and uh, with uh, Batman and Robin and those kind of things.
2: I don't really like Joker if you're counting that as part of this, and I don't like the Justice League, the the 2017 version, and so. And I Batman v Superman is divisive, but I, I like that movie. I think overall, I think more than most people do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it, it, I wouldn't say it's and Dark Knight Rises is a mess, even though I love it. <laughs> um, uh, so my feelings on 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 the thing are not as you know. It's been an up and down road, I think, but that's that's my perspective at least.
0: Hmm. But uh, at least with this one, I feel like they really hit their mark. Um, I mean, they it depends they, on what you mean by hit their
2: mark, but I think I'll tentatively agree with you. Yes,
0: yeah, I think they made a solid movie, a solid Batman movie that stands apart from the other ones in yeah. its own unique way, but still is definitely true to the character. Yeah, a really just. A vi- Well, I think it's a yeah. visual and sound masterpiece. Uh, in terms of what they were able to do with cinematography, what they were able to do with sound design and score, I think G- uh, Gitano's, uh score for this is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Also, um, like the,
2: the, the I, I'm con- I'm a bit conflicted. Well, well, we'll get into it later, I guess. Yeah. But I, I, I agree that like as a Batman movie, this is this is very enjoyable. Um the the, the Batman they present here is it's two years into into his tenure as Batman. Um you, you see almost none of Bruce Wayne, which I think is a, a really interesting way to to portray this character. Mm-hmm. Um and he's it's very Seeped in the detective nature of Batman. Uh, there are there are action scenes here as well, but it's not the type of action that, or it's not the type of uh, uh, scenario that you'd see in the Dark Knight movies, where it's world saving. Uh, we can get into that later as well, on the way that we plays that at the end. But um, anyway, this is going to be hard to talk about without spoilers. But yeah, Simply we're going to avoid them
0: just just because this is so new. and yeah, I mean, it's only been in theaters for like a week and a half. But, yeah, uh, a lot
2: of my feelings about like the the What's going on with this movie? Delve into spoilers, but if we're talking just on a surface level, uh, the way this movie looks and feels, it's it feels like it's it it feels really it it feels great as a Batman movie, and it feels distinctive as well. They're not doing like what Nolan did with the Batman. They're not doing what, what Burton did with Batman. Uh, they're not even doing what Snyder did with Batman. All all four, and and regardless of the individual story's merits. Uh, I really like how I, all these four Batman... I don't, I don't know much about the Clooney or the Kilmer Batman, but th- those four Batman that I just brought up, the Affleck, Keaton, Bale, and Pattinson Batmans all have their own characteristics and their own uh, cinematic language, really. Um, mm-hmm. And I really like that, regardless of the quibbles that I can have about the, the individual
0: stories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, I saw something kind of funny... Uh... That they were uh, that somebody was bringing up based on like the age of Robert Pattinson and and his Batman and like the lore of uh the lore of of how old Bruce Wayne is supposed to be when his parents are killed like that the movie that his parents were working out of could have been like the uh, oh gosh what was it now it, it wasn't Space Jam but it was something like that where it was just something really ridiculous mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was like a decent chance of it lining up with it I yeah so that was is this supposed to be
2: set during uh. Present day? Yeah. I, I was That's I pretty so. sure what it is, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I would say so. I think um, their use of like social media as kind right. of a plot point towards the far thi- end yeah. of it, mm-hmm. I think that kind of proves it to be. But I mean, they don't lay it on heavy. I mean, really, this could have been... I mean, there, there's a, well, they don't, a, they a, don't, a wide time range here, but...
2: They don't lay it on heavy. I th- It's its not cringe in the way that social media use can be in a lot of movies, mm-hmm. but its it does like factor into the plot um, way more than you would expect, and also in ways that are like slightly ridiculous. Um, like I, th- that's the big thing about this movie. So the movie is a, is a, is is purporting to be a grounded detective story in the likes of Seven uh, or Zodiac or other Fincher's other work, or I guess my I think Seven's Silence really- of the lambs, but like um other 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 serial killer type movies, um that kind of thing, detective work. And and I think the movie
0: Red Dragon func-
2: maybe functions that way a- aesthetically in the way that it a- that the st- story plays out and stuff like that. But I think there is a lot of like ridiculous stuff in this movie still, and it's just like I don't know how you get past that. Um, and I don't know if there's anything wrong with that because it is a superhero movie, and and part of that is and uh, the Dark Knight has the same problem. But I don't think in the Dark Knight is really a similar problem because the Dark Knight is like by its very nature bombastic. Like that story is people who think that that sewer is like grounded and realistic. I don't. They're not watching the same movie that I watched. Like it's it's grounded in the way that it's shot, but the story itself is not. It's it's very mythic. <laughs> this yeah. movie is not trying to be mythic in the way that The Dark Knight is trying to be mythic. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's and- trying to be physical and it's trying to literally do. Just straight a detective story with Batman, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I, but if we're comparing this as a, so Riddler's the main villain in this. Like just to give some context, so Riddler is the dude who's killing everybody. He's kind of like sent a message with uh, who he's killing and kind of that kind of thing. So it is pretty typical serial killer stuff, and Batman's trying to catch him and trying to deal with the Gotham police at all the same time. So it's all these different threads and all that stuff works pretty well. But to me, this just isn't entirely captivating as a detective story. As a Batman movie, like I, I like watching Batman do all this stuff. So I'm down with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying, no, to, it, trying to trying trying to say
0: seeing how this story kind of unfolds through the clues that Batman's able to figure out with the help of Gordon or by himself or with the help of um of of Alfred, I think it it just it progresses very well. I think every major story beat really feels kind of satisfying. I think they do a good job with that. I think the way that this movie is paced is extremely good. Um, it's a three-hour film, but it doesn't feel like three hours. It just... But but I was watching this, I'm reminding myself like, oh, they still haven't caught this person yet, so they're still... Pl-. I'm like, I feel like I might have been here like already for the length of a movie, but I know this person isn't caught yet, so I still get to enjoy this movie even more. And... Uh, I had a ton of fun at the theater. This was this was a, a, for the first time in like four or five movies <laughs> around yeah. here. I haven't had any sort of bad distraction anywhere. Um, <laughs> so I finally got lucky and I'm happy it was this one that I got lucky on. Um, but I, I had a great time with this. I loved this movie. My thoughts on it, on the realism of it, I think this one made... Dark Knight's one, which was considered to be the most realistic Batman movie to this point, I think this one made that just look outlandish. Now, Yeah, see, I had
2: that perspective before this movie. Like the Dark Knight is, is is a weird case because the the cinematography and the the editing and the story, it's all like very Michael Mann esque in the sense that it's it's the grounded the way it's shot and it makes it feel physical, but the way the story is told. Turns Batman into and and grapples with Batman as a myth, which yeah. is which is broader and it's less. under It doesn't really care like J- Joker's plan, all that kind of stuff. Even Joker and Batman also, uh, like neither of them really function as like real characters. They're very much like mythic. Their actions don't make sense in the real world. That's
0: not what I, not necessarily what I'm talking about, Kaitlyn. What I'm talking about is like the realism of like the 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 tools he's using as Batman because oh. in like because I'm looking at it more from a practical standpoint you're looking at it more from like well that too story That's, driven. That, but that but, plays into what I'm saying I know I yes but I just wanted to kind of hone in on the point I'm trying to make yeah. here so like when you look at dark knight it, you know Bruce Wayne just walks down to the Wayne R&D and Lucius is just there. He kind of just gifts him whatever he needs without for the story I mean, to function. For, for yeah. the story, and and yes, in in uh, so Batman Begins, in Batman Begins, the there's a little bit of yeah to, to well,
2: dr- drive into Hong Kong, and then the plane that'll go poo-poo, yeah,
0: yeah. So so it's just, but although you do see in Batman Begins and a little bit in in Dark Knight, um, kind of the development of the Batman technology the main stuff is already pre-built and it just seems like now it just seems a little ridiculous. Like, you're telling me he just had this giant Batmobile-esque vehicle just ready to go and, yeah. you know, that uh, kind of thing. Or this suit that's so clearly already kind of a bat suit, just minus the logo and minus the cape and, you know, you pretty much have everything except the cowl itself. And so... Whereas this one definitely feels like everything there is still kind of a work in development, but it's it's getting closer and even more realistic. It's less just this electronic suit. Um, there, there's, one, there's one scene, and I won't get into too much details, but they did show a little bit of it in the trailer. There's not a lot of Batman flying around in this, but there yeah, is one so scene where he literally yeah. uses a wingsuit, and it's a wingsuit. It isn't a bat-shaped cape. It is a literal wingsuit and they show it and it's just painted black and i liked that because if somebody was to be a vigilante i feel like this movie nails what it would closer to anything right. so, what it would be like if somebody was just a vigilante walking around
2: right and, and i get, and so my point about this is that like superheroes the as a genre function as myths so when you take the superhero genre and 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 uh uh place it onto reality and try to conform it to reality in that sense it doesn't really feel like a superhero anymore they're not they're not trying to they're not trying to make this feel like a superhero movie so that's why i'm conflicted in the sense that like do you judge it as a superhero movie trying to do zodiac or do you judge it as trying just trying to do zodiac with superhero like i like it, it's it's breaking new ground in that sense but i'm not sure if that's ground that superhero movies should be trying to break if that makes sense
0: um why not I mean I don't see any problem with it I thought it was fun I thought it was different I mean I've never no, seen I, a, I've it's never definitely seen different
2: a, and so so part of it is that I don't think it does it perfectly so that's another another wrinkle in, in my in my thought process I guess is that I don't think it's like like zodiac is a is a like far 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 superior movie to this in just about every single way in the way that the story functions um I, it just doesn't have Batman in it
0: I'd argue um, no just from this one actually has a f- satisfying ending. I don't I think hated Zodiac- the ending of this movie. I don't think Zodiac I has hated a satisfying the ending
2: in this movie. And I, and I and I and I'm willing to. The thing about it is, is that I'm willing to change my opinion on the end of this movie. I don't I don't feel that strongly about it. But like from what I understand, what this movie is trying to do, unless somebody can conv- convince me otherwise, I hate this, the ending of this movie. But like the movie, the thing, the problem that the problem about it is that the movie is not really clear. I don't think about the way this movie the the ending functions, but. Um, I can get into that later when we, when we do scores, I guess.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a short, uh, 30 second break here. And when we come back, uh, we will be continuing our discussion on the Batman. So stick around.
1: Story news in washington i'm simon marks the red cross is warning of a humanitarian crisis in mariupol where russian shelling again prevented civilian evacuations today face-to-face talks between the russian and ukrainian foreign ministers made little progress in southern turkey roman abramovich the russian billionaire owner of chelsea football club was sanctioned today by the government in britain and u.s inflation hit 7.9 percent in february a fresh 40-year high
0: And we're back here on 90.3 WRST-FM Oshkosh. This is Script to Screen. Gideon and I are reviewing The Batman, the latest film out of D.C. to come to theaters and the latest in the Batman pantheon. So we have been continuing our discussion here, trying to keep it spoiler-free as much as possible, uh, kind of getting into it. I don't think that this is worse than Zodiac, Gideon. I, I really think that this one, in the mystery elements of it, bit by bit, as people, as you as you put this together, I, I like that you really, I mean, it doesn't. I'm not it doesn't, saying it's
2: worse than Zodiac. I'm saying it's not even a comparison. Like you can't even, it's like the 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 two are not even really trying to do the same thing. This movie is, is literally trying to imitate Zodiac and doing a, not a great job of it. So like I don't even really know how the comparison is is even fair, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a superhero movie with Batman no, I trying to do detective. I'm not, I'm saying I'm not sure even the the idea the premise itself is something that functions. I'm not I'm willing to say that it is. I'm just not not sure of it myself right now.
0: I just think it's the way it's honing in on the detective element of Batman. This is I mean when you watch the Dark Knight series, what does he do for detective work? He somehow replicates a fingerprint off of yeah. uh, off of a bullet impact on a yeah. brick which I still don't understand the science behind that how that's <laughs> yeah, me, possible me neither but <laughs> i mean the movie plays it off like that's possible i don't i don't get that but this one is is the first batman movie to really get into the detective work of it and i mean right and i i like that i, I, I that's a true
2: statement my point is that i don't think like Zodiac is a movie all about details and about the way that like you know you, you can be uh, become obsessed with the way that that details function and and in in the, in the way that the world works really and and chasing after somebody like the Zodiac killer who Leaves all these like red herrings and stuff like that, and and all the characters, and and not only is the is the is it thematically obsessed with details, but Fincher himself, throughout his career, has played with details, and so um, you get little things like those those overhead shots of the of the the messages that are sent, or just the process of investigative reporting, or uh, detective work from Mark Ruffalo's character, and those types of things. Um, Zodiac takes the time to get into those details. I feel like this movie, like it's it's doing that. It's just not doing it as well. Like you get that scene with it, him and Alfred, or I think it's him and Alfred, or, or maybe it's him and, and Jim Gordon. See it? I don't even remember. Um, but where they where they where they figure out what the message is by taking away letters rather than adding them in, like that scene with Alfred. And I think of Zodiac because it's, it's you know coding and yeah. stuff like that, or not coding. Uh, uh, what's the code? What's Decoding? the coding? Oh, yeah right. like the the there's like a I don't forget the term but anyways so that type of thing like that's 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 cool but it feels gimmicky i don't really know how to see this is what i'm saying like, i don't have my, my opinion Wait, on this movie is not formulated I mean, enough to to like actually articulate what i'm what i'm feeling but like it just feels sophomoric in the way that the the, the, the the detective elements play out especially once you get to the end because the end of this movie is absolutely pathetic in the way that the detective elements play out thematically i also dislike it but
0: <laughs> hey now before you get into saying that this movie is isn't detail oriented enough. There is one detail: the difference between "la" and "l" that is very, <laughs> very uh, honed in on there. <laughs> well, see, there's another thing. Like, how does
2: Batman not know, not think of? Okay, I don't know how to say this without spoilers, but like, you you know what I'm saying?
0: When they say, when they have that rat distru- with
2: wings, like, are you Dude. kidding me?
0: Well, they, I mean, there's so, a there's so, a. A lot that goes into it i mean it's it's meant to be interpreted in the audience
2: me i'm like okay rat with wings the first thing that my head goes to especially since we're watching a batman movie like i don't know how he's that stupid like i don't it's just things like that where it's like this just is not realistic and when you're trying to do a realistic movie Things that stand out as realistic do not work as well as in other superhero movies, where you are doing a superhero movie. So realism is not the standard. This movie is putting realism stay as a standard on top of itself. So things like that is just like okay, really. Um, and I, I again, I'm I'm struggling myself with already with the concept of whether or not superhero movies should be realistic which i don't think they should because i don't think that's the way that the genre should function what's in the same way that westerns shouldn't be like about what the power of the dog is whatever that i don't even want to get started on that but power of the dog is basically like we're gonna do a western but like everything that you like about westerns we're saying that sucks and it's just like art seriously Yeah. I just hate that kind of thing. And this movie's not as egregious at it as as the Power of the Dog was. I, I I'm lambasting the movie that's inevitably going to win Best Picture, but still.
0: Yeah, I was actually gonna ask you, just just a quick aside, like what are the the major candidates here for Best Picture this year?
2: Power of the Dog's gonna win.
0: Yeah, but what are some um, of the other ones that are in
2: Coda is in the running. Uh, West Side Story is in the running, and Belfast is still in the running. So I think those are the big four. Mm. Um,
0: See, I I just remember West Side Story just flopped so hard. And then now
2: it's, like, gaining a whole bunch of hype,
0: so. But it's, I mean, I don't understand how that could win Best Picture, given the fact that it's just a retelling of of, of an already Because Spielberg
2: is a god, basically. Yeah, but. And he directed the crap out of that movie. Okay, Um, I, I, I think I probably like it more than the original just because it's the same story just told better. Honestly, I'd have to rewatch both of them to, to solidify my opinion on it, but I think it's a, it's a really great movie. Um, I don't again, I, but I agree with you. I don't think it's best picture worthy simply by nature of being a remake. Like it's just kind of weird that the same movie would win best picture twice. It's not yeah. the same movie. Obviously I, I, it's not my favorite movie of the year. My pick for best picture would be licorice pizza. Um,
0: Oh yeah, I've heard that's in there. That but it's not.
2: It's too. not going to win, though. Uh, neither will drive my car. Which was. Which uh, of the best picture nominees? Those two are the best, I think.
0: Um,
2: or Dune. Dune is also. Great, Dune but everybody loves get it. Dune. Everybody. Well, that's th- the thing. Everybody loved Dune. Uh, yeah. I think everybody who saw it loved Dune. It made a decent amount of money at the box office. Like Dune, I think should probably, should, I think if you had to pick one that that should, that would kind of unite people, that would be a great movie to win, like like a movie that's still good because like Licorice Pizza and Driving My Car I think are incredible movies that I really loved, but they're not like ones that other people can get behind. Dune has like artistry, like great artistry but also is something that like everybody really, really liked and I think winning Best Picture would get even more people in the general, in the general culture to kind of get behind and I, I think Dune winning would be it. Excellent. That, that'd be my. Um, pick. I don't think it's going to happen, but I, I I would love that to happen. I Thank think that would be my my one that not my favorite movie of the picks, but I think the one that I would want to win.
0: Even if it doesn't win, I hope it gets cinematography.
2: It'll win. It, it's in the it's in the lead for cinematography right now.
0: Good. Okay. Um, and I mean, so is the Batman going to be eligible for anything next season, or is it too late for it this season, or what?
2: Um, it's definitely too late for it this season. Um, it's almost if we're talking about late and early, it's. March is very early um, for for Oscars. Um, you think like in 2000, 2018 race when when Get Out came out in I think February. Um, and so it was kind of, people were saying like, well, this doesn't really have a chance at the Oscars because it came out so early, but then it got like a late push and it was just like, it had, it was such a great movie that it had staying power throughout the entire year. So like things that come out early, even if they're great movies or, or think of like Dunkirk in, uh, the same year, which came out in, in the summer, like but both those movies ended up nominated for best picture. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so
0: well, I just wanted to know. It if is It is early. Was, it's not it going to get possible. nominated
2: for best picture. Um, oh, man,
0: it should. I would love it, it that. It won't. <laughs> how crazy would that? I mean, how cool would that be if? If, if I mean, it won Black best
2: Panther did, and that came out in February too. So I don't know. All um right. But I, I. I. This is not going to get nominated for best picture.
0: Mm.
2: I. I highly, highly doubt
0: it. Again, this one I would like nominated for cinematography. I would love. I would love that because I think this movie. That's nails a
2: possibility. It. I think. I mean, but, but I mean, at this point, it's it's nothing has come out, so it's just hard to tell. Yeah.
0: All right, well, uh, we're going to take one more quick little break, and then Gideon and I here are going to get into our scores for The Batman, so stick around.
1: From Feature Story News in Washington, I'm Simon Marks. The Red Cross is warning of a humanitarian crisis in Mariupol where Russian shelling again prevented civilian evacuations today. Face-to-face talks between the Russian and Ukrainian foreign ministers made little progress in southern Turkey. Roman Abramovich, the Russian billionaire owner of Chelsea Football Club, was sanctioned today by the government in Britain and US inflation hit 7.9% in February, a fresh 40-year high.
0: And we're back here on 90.3 WRST-FM Oshkosh. Gideon and I are about to begin our scores for The Batman. So, Gideon, what is our first category today?
2: Uh, First impression is our first category.
0: Man, I loved this movie right off the get-go. Like, I'm going to see it again. Uh, Tonight, I'm actually going to go see uh, Marry Me, because that's, like, on my queue that I haven't seen yet. But after that, the next movie I think I'm going to see in theaters is Batman again. Um, I I had a blast. I thought it was fantastic. I loved the mystery aspect of it. I loved the pacing. I loved the visuals. I love the new Batmobile. Oh my god! I I I can't praise that thing enough. I mean how how cool it is. I mean compared. I mean it is the best looking Batmobile since the Lincoln Futura in the '60s, and it's even better looking than that. I mean. Oh, it's just awesome. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm a car guy. Like that's always my focus. And I love that in the movie, there's a clue that happens to be in an Aston Martin. So just getting to see that too was fun for me. Like, Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it was, it was great. And Maseratis are in this one. Like if if you're into cool European cars or amazing (laughs) uh, retrofitted muscle cars, I mean, this is your film right now. So uh, I, I loved all that. I'm gonna give it a ten.
2: Um Yeah. I I am just very lukewarm on this movie overall because there's there's many things that I really like. There's other things that it's like I'm either I either dislike, I'm willing to change my mind on, or just don't care. Um I think 6 probably. Like I'm just straight down the middle. It's like I like I I enjoyed the, pretty much the entire 3 hours. Like I like sitting there. It's 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 fun to watch Batman do detective
0: stuff. Would you see it again um, in theaters? No. Would you rent it?
2: I'm not going to probably ever watch this movie
0: again. Okay, wow. Well, I didn't think it was going to be a one and done kind of movie for you. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. All right. I mean, I think that's interesting that I mean because I know you love Dark Knight so much, what does Dark Knight do so much better than this?
2: Um, my, I just wrote about this actually, cause I watched the dark Knight right before this and my, um, opinion on the dark Knight has changed a lot over time. Um, I initially didn't even really like it that much. I was like, okay, that's a, that's a good movie when I saw it when I was like 14. Um, and then, uh, interstellar came out and I kind of got more into Christopher Nolan's movies and I kind of. Became like the, the the typical Christopher Nolan fanboy, and like really loved The Dark Knight, and then since that's when I was like eighteen or seventeen, and then after that, you know, I just you know, watched more movies, become more you know well
0: versed and everything. Yeah, it's and just and
2: life. it's like, oh wait, this is not a perfect movie after all, um, and so like just it doesn't mean that I don't love it, but it does. It just it means being more honest about the the flaws that it has, I guess. Um, I think I pr- uh, probably now at like a f- uh, eight out of ten or something like that. I don't know. I-, I I love it as a superhero movie, and I love it what it did for the genre, and I love what it did for my um the way that it, at my development at that time in terms of like you know getting into film, like it, it was it played a huge role in that as much as like Interstellar and Inception did. And I think that Christopher Nolan's movies are are really what did that for me. It's like they kind of were a gateway, but like it's like but you, you they're,
0: tribute, not, they're not you they're not sorry i no i just, i'm just you're tri- you tribute uh dark knight itself as as really improving the superhero genre but not uh like batman begins i cuz i would always <sighs> consider that one to be the one that kind of started it off
2: well I, it did start it off and but it's not i i don't know if you i think the dark knight just has had a greater cultural impact in that sense, like the Bat- Batman Begins is what allowed Dark Knight to get made, but like Dark Knight has Joker, mm-hmm. and it has that performance from Heath Ledger that everybody, uh, you know,
0: praises, praises and, and references and stuff it's like a that. Gold and standard now for any movie villain. Yeah,
2: and I think Dark Knight is is bigger in a lot of ways. Um, it, it's it's more grounded than Batman Begins even was. Which yeah. again, as I talked about, I'm not sure if that's a good or a bad thing, but. Um, the story itself is is much more mythic in the way that it treats Batman, which is what I really like about it. Um, it grapples with what who the character can be, at, whereas Batman Begins is 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 a really great origin story. Um, the way that Dark Knight evolved that character and the way that people think of the Dark Knight, like the, the people that closing frame and that closing monologue is just, or or even something like uh, you live long enough. Or you you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Like that's more iconic than the entirety of the Batman Begins movie. Mm. Like people say that all the time. I think, um, just in the in the, not not in everyday life, but like people who who are you know talking about movies and stuff like that.
0: So, you know, I thought the most um, iconic line from uh, Dark Knight was "I'm not wearing hockey pads." <laughs> 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 this is a great line. Um, I, again,
2: I, I I wrestled a lot with the thematic stuff happening in the Dark Knight on Letterbox. So if you want to go check me out on there, that's great. Um, it's very dense, and you don't. Really, I don't really want to talk about it on the air. But I again, thematically, it's just Batman is a weird character to mess with, just because he is. Uh, it's not that you can't mess mess with moral gray areas as a superhero, as a superhero film, but it is something like uh, similar to the the realism that it just feels weird to me. Like, I don't know how to deal with that in my, in my understanding of how, like same thing with like, you think of fairy tales. Um, you can't have the, the, what Disney's doing with these new remakes and stuff where the bad guy is actually kind of just misunderstood and they have good and evil inside of them. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. It doesn't fit within the genre of fairy tale. It's subverting what's happening and destroying it and misunderstanding what made it great in the first
0: place. Disney misunderstanding what they're dealing with is is not a new thing. (laughs) Well,
2: but I, I think of, like, Sleeping Beauty and Maleficent. Like, in, in in Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent is the embodiment of pure evil, a giant fire-breathing dragon that needs to be destroyed on sight, right? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't the, know. I've never seen either movies, but, but I believe you. In
2: Maleficent, she's... I don't even remember. I know I saw that movie. I don't really remember what happened. All I remember is that she's the main character and they try to make her into a kind of good guy, which just doesn't make any sense. Well,
0: didn't she get like wronged by somebody yeah, in that? And I, then it doesn't. It kind I of don't care how it, it. happened. Yeah. It's stupid. Yeah.
2: You can't, you can't, no amount of foregrounding or making it make sense will ever make sense. You can try and convince me all you want. Maleficent is an evil fire breathing dragon that needs to be killed.
0: Okay, so bringing it back to Batman then.
2: So in terms of that like like superhero the superhero genre similar to fairy tales is something that does not deal with ambiguity in the way that other genres like the serial killer genre like zodiac can do because zodiac is grounded in the real world it's dealing with a real world event that has real world consequences in the real way that people reacted to that killing in the way that they had trouble dealing with ambiguity in the way that we as humans have trouble dealing with ambiguity and because it's set in that in that genre of serial killer mystery crime etc it can do that the superhero genre you've got good guys and bad guys that will fight and that kind of thing and the good guys will defeat the bad guys and in our modern sensibilities we've kind of decided that good guys versus bad guys is not interesting anymore and I do not understand that sentiment. Good guys and bad guys, good versus evil will always be an interesting uh, conflict because good versus evil is the world in which we live. And when you expand it into either the fairy tale or superhero genre and say, and, and it makes the, the, the good versus evil dynamic that we live in day in, day out more obvious... Um so there's it's not that there's anything wrong with with telling ambiguous stories because those are also a part of real life. Those are also real things that happened. But like in the grand scheme of things, things are ultimately good versus evil and there are and we need stories to tell that broader view of things. Yeah. This movie, The Batman is not dealing with the broader view of things, which again, I'm not sure is necessarily a bad thing. I'm just saying that the superhero genre in general deals with good versus evil. But we don't understand that anymore, and we think that it's not interesting, and therefore we have to introduce subversions in different ways.
0: Yeah, okay. I see I see your point there. All right. Uh, well, we can get into our next category here. So I gave it a 10 for first impression. You gave it a 6. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, hop into story here, correct? Uh Yeah. I, personally, I loved the story for this. I loved nearly everything about this movie. I'm not 100% on like... The last, last scene, just because I didn't understand what they were trying to set yeah. up.
2: My friend said the exact same thing because he liked everything up and I, I, I mean, had kind of fallen
0: off up until I then. But I don't he, hate it. I was just hoping for, I'm not going to spoil well, anything. But, well, he
2: said exactly what you're saying. He didn't hate it either. He's saying what you're yeah. saying.
0: I was just hoping it would actually be someone else that we would see. You know, instead of oh, maybe you're not. Maybe it's well, not. Well, it's a little. It's it's multiple levels. It's it's one. If they're gonna do what they did, I wish it was somebody I else. I think that's stupid. I hate that. But kind I'm not. Of thing. I, but I'm not against it. I actually thought it was gonna be. I thought, oh gosh, darn it. I want to. I want to no, say. I know what you're so saying. Many I know options. what you're saying. If
2: you know, if you've seen the movie, I think you know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. So um, the, the the very very end of this could have gone like three different ways in my mind, and. Two of them would have made more sense than the one that we got, and I mean I'm not against it. I'm interested to see where it goes because I think they're trying to develop a penguin series on HBO Max now in this universe. So they're going okay. to be expanding upon... No, they are. They are. I mean, so no, I don't. I, I don't believe that. I just do don't a- know why. <laughs> well, it, I'm I guess happy Peacemaker because- was
2: a huge success, so I, yes. I don't see why they wouldn't do that. But yeah, so, whatever. I'm not watching it.
0: Yeah, and and. <laughs> I, Peacemaker is a lot of fun, by the way. You shouldn't uh, shouldn't hate on it as much as you. You. I'm are. not hating on it. I'm not. I haven't seen it. I'm just saying I'm not going to watch it. <clears throat> I think you should. I think you should give it a shot because it's it's a lot of fun, um, and it's better than the Suicide Squad movies. So, regardless, I, I just other than the very ending of that, I thought it was solid the whole way through, and it, even the ending didn't taint anything. It didn't ruin anything. It just was like just kind of a weird aside to just toss in, but. I guess they were trying to do like an after credits Marvel esque scene without it being an after credits scene. And that 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 was the only thing that kinda of threw me. But I loved the mystery aspect of this. I liked how it wasn't um it seemed that you as the audience, you know, everything's kinda of getting revealed to you, but it seemed like the the main characters, you know, they're not perfect. They're not you know, you're not dealing with Sherlock Holmes who just knows everything. I know Batman is supposed to be the 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 greatest detective of 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 any of the DC universe. Like he's he's usually the the main guy who's attributed to that. Um, now arguments for like Tim Drake or other characters, you know, if you depending on how deep you get into comics, but uh, usually he's the big detective on on the scene and he's the one who figures stuff out. It seemed like he was kind of a little bit ahead of the audience, but still always behind the, the bad guys in this. And the story just kept twisting and turning. And I loved that. And I loved how it kept you guessing and it kept him guessing.
2: Chinatown is another comp I just thought of. Yeah. So that, that does keeping you guessing better.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I but I loved it. I liked how it was revealed. It didn't seem like as convoluted as some of the detective work in the Dark Knight series just because, like in that one, it just seemed like out of nowhere they were just able to pull out another clue that just doesn't make sense. The yeah, because what on the Nolan's bullet.
2: doing there is, he... I don't even necessarily agree with this. But what he's doing is using the detective as a means to get towards the next uh, uh,
0: philosophical theme story yeah, point. Really, but this, this is this movie's more, not really interested in doing that. Yeah, and this one's definitely more about this is a yeah. case, and which, it's which pretty much
2: I'm down. Sorry,
0: I. Uh, it's well. I was just gonna say it's. This is just really about this one case. And yeah. It's and if there's other details that come about that that are in, uh, that are there to reveal more about the characters you're seeing in this, not Gordon, but it it goes more into Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman and 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 Batman and you and you, you as this case is revealed, it so so is more details revealed about them. And that's interesting, and I liked that aspect of it. And I also just like how they're always behind even to the very end of this. It seems like they're always behind uh the the Riddler and and they really made the Riddler just just way, way more interesting than I was doing, than I was thinking he was gonna be. I liked the backstory that they kind of alluded to for him, but it's not confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think what they I did, did th- like that part. But the ideas that they came up with for his backstory are fantastic. Um there were some great Easter eggs I was able to catch in the middle of this, and there, there was just a lot that I, that I loved about the story of this film. I, I, I think it's again my favorite Batman movie ever, and I just had a blast with it, man. I haven't had a good theater experience like that since probably The Joker, where it just I had that same feeling of just wow, what a film! Like just it just blew me away. I, I was so pleased with it, and I was having a uh, having a great time. So, a uh, story for this, I will say probably. Uh, Probably a 9 Probably a 9 I don't know if it's a 10 out of 10 But it's close yeah. man If I could do 9.5 That's what it would be So I
2: think I li- I really like the first two acts of this movie the first two acts of this movie are really great. I absolutely adore that opening. The opening is incredible. The first shot where it's a very De Palma-esque thing where you've got the telescope looking down and we just really hold on that as he's observing who we don't know who's doing it, but we, you know, the voyeurism type thing and that plays out for like a minute and a half and it's just excellent. Mm-hmm. Um... After that, we get the another incredible sequence where Batman is doing his uh, "I am vengeance" bit, and you get all those shadow scenes where it's like this I I freaking love that spray so paint much, can, man. I don't where even he's care got, if Batman's real the or Where they're just not. putting the camera on empty space and making you imagine that Batman could or could not be there. Just yeah. excellent stuff, right? Like that's just I love putting that. you
0: in the perspective of the of the common criminals now.
2: Yes. After that, when we get into the more crime stuff of it, it's all really good. Like I, I like all of that, and I, and I again, I, I said earlier that it's like it's like doing the crime thing, but just not as good. Which like it, that's that's more nitpicky than anything. I still think I really like the first two acts of this. Soon as third act hits, I'm like, what just happened? Like it
0: just falls apart for me because what what the, uh, I without doing too many spoilers, try to like. Lead me a hint here. Okay. What point so is it, the third it, act beginning for you?
2: Okay, so it does the cliche. Uh, I don't know how to say this without. So it does the cliche of kind of what happened in the dark night where you're going to.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. Okay. So All it right. does
2: that. And that's when the first, the third act basically starts. And it's like, okay, really? It, it's just very unsatisfying for a detective story for it to do that. I, it's just, it's just unsatisfying for that to happen, and it's not unsatisfying in the way that Zodiac is unsatisfying, where it's an integral part of its theme. This just feels like Batman is pathetic enough to not do his job, um, and it's and it's and it's just a, an excuse for the writers to kind of push the story in a new direction, and the entire third act is is almost feels like more from The Dark Knight than it does from this movie, where it's like world-ending, city-saving stakes, which I, is just not as interesting to me. It doesn't fit with what's been happening. It does
0: feel like the the big reveal of what the plan was it's, does I, feel like it'd be part of the Nolan That's one. what
2: I'm saying. But, it doesn't fit with the rest of the movie.
0: But but at the same time, I mean, that's not bad, and I do think it still fits with this movie. I just think it could be placed in But both. then this, this
2: is where the social media thing comes in that I was talking about earlier, where I don't think that's believable and what happens there in terms of the plan. Yeah. I don't like I mean, that. It doesn't really make much sense, um, and it leads to more... Ab- it leads five. to more... Right, exactly. It leads to more absurd things happening there. Um, and this brings to me to the biggest part, the part that I'm the most mm-hmm. down on the movie, which is the Batman character arc, basically. Um, so in that beginning, like I talked about the I Am Vengeance stuff, um, the movie basically sets that up, and then, like, I don't... Like, tears it down, almost. And I don't really know how to say this without going into specifics, but, like, there's a world where you can have both of those things and the he's learning from both of them and they're kind of set up as opposite sides of the same spectrum and then you have to end up somewhere in the middle. The way that the movie plays it out, though, as far as I can tell, is cutting down one and entirely replacing it with the other. And it's not only that... It does that, but doesn't set it up throughout the rest of the movie. So, like, Batman, throughout the movie, throughout the entire second act, doesn't change at all. He's not challenged with this opposing viewpoint once. He's never challenged by this thing that smacks him upside the head at the end of the movie. Like, if you're going to have him have this character change, he needs to be consistently challenged by that idea throughout the movie, not... Hit by it once and then suddenly changing his mind within the last 10 minutes. Like, it just, it's just not a satisfying character arc at all. I feel um, like
0: his character arc is mostly about outward pers- perspective on, or, or perception of the him. The perception of him. I mean, yes. You start with, you start I don't with the, think that's satisfying. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was that bad. I just think you're going to lose, as Batman, you're going to lose a lot of mystique uh, being. <laughs> Yeah, gosh darn it, I don't, I don't want to spoil it. They're on top of the thing and he's... No, I know what you're saying. The- I
2: don't... And I don't... It just doesn't make sense. That's not who Batman is. You set up the Batman and do it in the beginning and say he's striking fear in the in the hearts of the criminals and at the end saying, actually, maybe he shouldn't do that. Uh, I mean... And so if the movie's not saying that, please correct me if I'm wrong. I, But I, that's I, what I can... That's what I'm reading it as and I'm pretty sure I, that's
0: what it's saying. That's not what I took away from it. I just took took it as like... He he's now really truly the hero of Gotham. He's not just a, a vigilante. He is now an icon and really a symbol. Uh, he's gone from being just a fear to an actual symbol of what uh, of hope? Of hope
2: and But and is is Batman supposed to be a symbol of hope? That's what I'm not really well, sure about. He doesn't
0: have an S on his chest that's that what I'm, symbolizes this. That's what I'm hope. saying. But, but like but isn't it,
2: that Superman's deal? Like, isn't he supposed he, to be the one who goes out and kicks the crap out of the criminals?
0: Well, I think I, I would always be a lot more scared of Superman. Honestly, if there was, like, a Superman or there was a Batman, I'm terrified of Superman just from everything, like, invincible. Right, but Batman
2: uses fear because he doesn't have anything else, because he doesn't have superpowers. So all he can do is use fear, and the fear is what does half of his job for him. Yeah. So when you take fear out of the equation, he's not Batman anymore.
0: In a way, I mean... It depends on which Batman you're pulling from. You have things like... I'm saying the Batman's
2: set up in this movie.
0: Yeah, in this movie, yes. But if you're looking at Batman, the character as a whole, because Superman wasn't in this, so we can't even compare it to him. He might not even be in this Batman's universe at this point. You know, we don't know. But my point is that when you look at where Batman starts to where he ends up when he... In comics or in TV or whatever, as he is placed into the Justice League and everything else, then he becomes a, a public figure. And it's not just about fear. It's about representing this higher standard of this is what we can be. And this is these are the best people among us. And this is the standard that we should all try to um, work to achieve. And he is a part of that as a part of the Justice yeah. League. So I think... Well, so I think part of this is what I'm saying is that I'm not
2: even necessarily opposed to that being the conclusion of the movie. Yeah. I was just very confused when it happened because it hadn't been set up prior to that moment where he takes the mask off. I, like, just, I, I
0: mean, I just, I also, it also made sense to me though, because what is he going to be doing? He's not going to be sitting around doing nothing with all the, with people needing help. He's going to help them. Well, yeah, it no, might look that's, really-
2: that's fine. I don't care that he does that.
0: Hmm. Well,
2: I mean, I'm, I guess I have a problem with the way that his character comes to the conclusion and when he's writing the diary and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like all that stuff I was doing at the beginning.
0: Nah. Okay. Well, we're not going to reach the same uh, consensus on that, but uh, your store for story. Cause I gave it a nine. I think it's just
2: like perfunctory, like six. I, I don't think it's as bad as a five. It's definitely not a seven
0: though. Is it better than Dark Knight Rises?
2: it's really hard to compare it because Dark Knight Rises is just, like absolutely ridiculous but I really like some of the things that it does with redemption and stuff like that.
0: Um, One fall with that rope around you from like a hundred feet No, that's I, what I'm that, saying. That like, would break your uh, back worse than anything Bane does no, in that movie. No, ev- everything
2: that happens in it is completely ridiculous. <laughs> like he goes to the other side of the world and then comes back in a span of a day. Like he, the entire criminal everybody does like nothing well, in that movie makes any sense. But. <laughs> Ava, the atomic you know, bomb sets off and like doesn't harm a single person it's just like nothing in that movie makes any sense but like again which is a thing that I again Nolan has had trouble with throughout his career um, in terms of like weird goofy scripts um,
0: yeah yeah, conceptually he always has some very odd things happening and but he, I mean, the way that
2: he plays with theme is usually very interesting um but again in in the dark knight it, it because it's trying to wade into that moral ambiguity which he does play with again and in, in like inception and stuff like that again he's like, he's like he always has big ideas but i'm con- continually finding that they like don't necessarily hold up. Some of them do, some of them don't. I, but I always appreciate what he does for me in terms of making me think and 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 getting me on the path that I've been on. That's yeah. so why I still appreciate his him and his films.
0: I yeah, um, I do too. I still love his trilogy of that. I like Dunkirk. I like. Lo- I really Dunkirk like, is his best movie. Yeah, uh, um, I really love the opening of Tenant. I still like Tenant as a whole, but the opening of that is still probably like top three greatest openings to any films ever.
2: Yeah, hot take. Tenant is his second best movie. Nobody will agree with me on this, but.
0: I mean it's up there for sure. I but I like yeah, but his opening for sure it, I think it's the second first or second best opening to a film ever uh for Tenet. uh only the only it's one that's pretty great. I could compare it to is a Cure for Wellness set opening is fantastic too and I wrote a whole essay on it. Um but yeah, okay, so you give it a 6 for story. I I also just one other thing. I like that in this movie they don't make Batman just this this character that can't fail in he actually fails a lot in this movie, and I appreciate that, because it makes him more ag- of a grounded, realistic
2: person. I agree. He fails in ways that do not lead to his character, though. So, again, this is what I'm saying about this. When you have that be the conclusion, he needs to fail in ways that relate to that. He I'm- fails in other ways. So, if the, the, in, in a story, the way that your character fails, are, he fails because he's being challenged by what he will be led to at the end. Mm. So, if he's failing in terms of, like, being Batman and being a detective... By the end, he needs to become a better detective, and that's the point. I'm not. But that's not what happens
0: in this movie. I'm not looking at it with that sort of depth. I'm well, looking my point at is it, that you yeah. have to. I'm, I don't think so. I, I, I liked my idea with that, just grounding him in reality and really showing that this is still a person. This isn't just an entity. This is still just a real, real guy in a suit who's just trying to do better because the world had wronged him. And I, I, I liked the simplicity of that and showing him developing... Being Batman throughout this movie and still doing some trial and error with gear, even though he is in like uh, year two of his of his work as Batman, I I like okay, that a lot. So think about The Dark Knight. Where does he fail in that movie? oh man! Quiz, so like a quiz right now is not good. Okay, <laughs> so, he so like when minutes. he's
2: so when he's when he's trying to save Dent and Rachel, right? And he saves. And he, and, he, and he misunderstands what Joker's doing. He doesn't understand who the Joker is as a chaotic force who planned things out. Um, and goes for Dent instead of Rachel. He kind of, he f- he fails in that way and Rachel dies. Later when they're trying to, so then that's, that's set up. Payoff is when they're in the building and all the the clowns and uh, and doctors are there and Joker switched them, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, again, another switch up. And this time he recognizes... From his previous failure, understands that the clowns are act- are actually the hostages, and the doctors are actually the killers, and then and then and then uh, executes and and defeats him in that in that way.
0: So it's rec- but he wasn't going the after them. the The cops are the ones after those guys. Right, but I'm saying that that's, would be developing no, for no, Gordon more than anybody. No, no, than, no,
2: he he he's the one who is correct in that instance where he was incorrect earlier. So it's a failure, and then correcting his failure in the next thing. Okay. So that's just an example of that. But that the whole movie, he's he's being challenged by the the Joker's w- plan basically, and the way the Joker does things, and each time he fails, and eventually by the end, ending sequence, and the way that he captures Joker, and then has to deal with Harvey, um, his Harvey's going off the rails. Mm-hmm which is a direct impact of Joker's plan. So the entire time he fails, 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 fails because the Joker's ahead of him, two steps ahead of him in the way that he he plans things out. But by the end, he kind of evolves past that. This movie doesn't have that. The Batman in this movie does not fail at certain things and then uh, 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 rise above those things by the end of the movie. He fails and fails and fails and fails at a different thing and then solves the one thing that happened at the beginning of the movie. It just doesn't make any sense.
0: Um, it doesn't pertain. I still would say it all makes sense, but it might not have correlation between one and another. It, it You know, apples and oranges here. That's all. Um, all right, so next category. Acting. Acting was fantastic. I wasn't even expecting... Um, Falcone, who, who, I'm trying to think. John Turturro. John Turturro. I thought he did really well, and usually I don't... Colin
2: Farrell plays Penguin, and you can't even tell that it's him.
0: But but still, (laughs) fantastic there, too. Zoe Kravitz is wonderful. I think Robert Pattinson, this is probably his best role ever. I no. <laughs> I have I mean I think it is out of out of all his stuff I love his Lighthouse Bruce Wayne. is superior uh, good Time is superior Okay Even, Lighthouse is tough that's tough I forgot that was I him. wouldn't
2: say Tenet is superior cuz I I don't this is a, a little I, but I think Tenet might be superior I I love him in Tenet but
0: but, but I think the acting again is fantastic but I, can't he's great. Batman. I can't think I can't, of
2: I can I can't disagree with that yeah.
0: I can't think of any any character who who wasn't intentionally written a certain way that I might not have liked but I still uh Think they acted that part perfectly, so uh, ten out of ten for acting, man. This might be tens all the way across the board for me. I'm, I'm, or almost tens. I know I have a nine um, there, but
2: I, I, yeah, great performances. I'm probably seven or eight here. Um, I think seven. I think, yeah, everyone's everyone's good across the board.
0: Um, I, I just couldn't think nothing Oscar
2: worthy, but great across the board.
0: That old lady who's there with Alfred. I don't know who she is or that character. Give her, but. Give her
2: best supporting actress. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she beats out Zoe Kravitz for like a one-line role on, over the phone. That'd be hilarious. Uh, okay, something horrible already has happened. Yeah, so <laughs> I've been trying to reach you for over an hour. Yeah. Um, okay, next uh, category. look, uh, look and, and feel. Best Batmobile of all time. Uh, best, or at least in in the practical uh, animated. There's there's a great one too, but um, yeah. So. Best best Practical Batmobile of all time, which apparently hits over 100 miles an hour. Just awesome that they made that work. Cinematography was second to none. Just this movie looked amazing the whole way through. There wasn't yeah. a single shot. I didn't want to just pause and be like, that's beautiful. Like, it really is just fantastic. Uh, sound design, off the charts, awesome. Music was great. I, I have nothing wrong with this movie visually.
2: I I, 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 I love a lot about this movie. I really love lived loved living in it again i can be nitpicky like the music i feel like sometimes the strings are a bit overbearing and obvious the theme is excellent though so like again nitpicky the cinematography excellent but like it does make that common mistake where shallow depth of field equals good cinematography which is just not true um but this movie is just like every single shot is shallow focus which is just like okay yes it looks good but like i don't know i i, I I still... Again, nitpicky. Um, I'll go eight for look and feel.
0: Okay. What was your score? Yeah, mine was a 10 for that. Uh, Experience. Finally, I didn't get totally, like, gypped by the the theater here (laughs) this time. Like, I've had bad luck for the last four movies. This one, like I said earlier, I actually had a good one. What's funny is one dude was actually fell asleep in the middle of the third act. So every every about five minutes we were there <laughs> And just like I'm looking over like, dude, you're with your buddy. Just like poke him. So he's not asleep right now. What are you doing? Like he's snoring audibly. Like just wake him up for God's sake. But other than that, still really good. Yeah, but this, I thought
2: That reminds me I had I had a guy in my theater that had like brought like an entire cooler and every other five minutes I'd hear like clink clink clink. Oh, I was like I- legit it was just like how many this dude is like <laughs> 10 drinks in the movie. It's like... Uh, Hey, man, that that, guy's living
0: living his best life right now. I'll give him that. So, yeah, experience was awesome. Uh, The ending was a little weird for me, just that the very ending of the movie, and then I stayed for the credits to kind of be underwhelmed. So not really worth staying till the very end of the credits. But uh, uh, experience was probably a 9. I'll
2: give this a 7. I really had a good time with this, um, even though I was a bit frustrated with the ending. Um, yeah.
0: So let's get into our final score here. Gideon, what do they tally up to?
2: Final score is 82 out of 100, which puts it at the same score as The Master, Soul, and Fellowship of the Ring, and Jurassic Park.